Welcome to America's Talking. Today, I'm pleased to be speaking with Scott Bertram. Scott is a journalist and a radio broadcaster who serves as general manager of WRFH, the radio station at Hillsdale College in Michigan, where he is also a lecturer in journalism. I was really excited to talk to you because you're someone who's written a lot, a great deal about Rush Limbaugh who I think is a really fascinating and undercovered, not the fact that he's undercover, he's he's under-discussed and his influence on media generally over the last 30 years. I think there's a pretty good argument to be made that he's perhaps the most influential media figure of the last 30 years in the United States. So obviously a, a polarizing figure, to say the least. What do you think is one of the more valid criticisms of his role and power as a media personality? And then conversely, what do you think his critics often miss? A valid criticism of Rush. Let me consider that for a moment. So one, for example, is obviously that he inflamed sort of the the uh, the worst passions of the right. Did he increase polarization sort of along those lines? Here's something that uh, I, I would I would say that at least casts some doubt onto some of the things he did throughout his time on the air. And that is, he was very clear about this, very clear about this, that his goal as a radio host was to, and I mean, it's essentially everyone's goal as a radio host, is to attract the largest audience possible and to keep them listening for the longest amount of time. That would be sort of be juxtaposed against someone who was a who was most interested in, in pursuing a policy agenda or passing X legislation or whatever it might be. And so I think it's fair to critique him at times, since he was so clear about that fact, that he was an entertainer first, as opposed to the leader of some political movement, as to... And I don't have a, I don't have a great specific example here, but you know some of the things he may have said, some of the things he did. Was it for uh, was it for uh, ratings? Was it was it to was it was it solely for entertainment purposes, or was there a larger purpose in terms of helping to get someone elected, helping to push forward conservative viewpoints? Uh, Rush would not be what he is if he were not conservative, right? The, the show would not have worked if he were a, a liberal for many right. many reasons. Right. And that was a core of what he was. But as a businessman, as a radio host, he was always very clear about this, that he was, an, he was I, don't, I don't know if he ever specifically said he was an entertainer first, but he, you know, he wanted to attract the largest audience, keep them listening as long as possible and charge confiscatory ad rates for his commercials. And so those being and the he, goals. I, I think in 60 Minutes, right, he famously said confisc- confiscatory yes. was, he would say that openly. He said that very early, uh, 1991, 1992, I think, uh, was, that, was that interview you, you mentioned. And so, I, so if there's a critique about that, I think it's fair that you can th- sort of throw that in. Ironically, I think one of the biggest things that his critics got wrong or weren't quite aware of was what the show was, because it was an entertaining show. One of the, I think, errors that conservative media critics get wrong is they consider all these talk radio hosts specifically, I would say, to be essentially the same person. They got all the same talking points. They all are in the same show, the same guy. It's, it's uh, 16 straight hours of the same things being said. And anyone listening for any length of time to any of those hosts would realize how different they are in terms of philosophies, but also the way they run the show and the way they interact with callers and all these things. And Russia's show, he was, he, was, he was a master. He was just an absolute master in working an audience, working a clock, which, uh, you know, in, in the industry would mean, you know, knowing when, when you have to break and how to hold listeners through a break and how to talk right up, you know, how to, where to end a story and pick it up and all those things. 
And he was a, he was a total genius. And the show worked mainly because it was so entertaining. And it was not, you know, when Air America came on as a liberal talk radio network to try to go after Rush and, and other hosts like Rush on these conservative talk radio stations, <laughs> if you listen at all, uh, there was no humor. Uh, there, there was no lightheartedness. It was, it was, it was policy. It was, you know, it was just very matter of fact. And, and that is, it's difficult to listen to that sort of thing. And I think critics of the show who sort of pigeonhole him as being, uh, you know, conservative, uh, you know, thumper who, who would only be about the politics of the day. You know, you listen to a show, he talk about technology, they talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers and the NFL. And, uh, there were, there, you know, he, for a long time, he was close with the guys on 24, the TV show. And so he'd talk about Kiefer Sutherland and, and, and that program. His show was so much more than politics. And right. his appeal was so much more than politics. That might have been the hook that got you in, because especially early on before the Internet, social media, the show was a way for people of a certain political persuasion to get together and to feel like you weren't alone out there. That's not enough to keep someone for 30 years, 25 years of listening. That took a lot more. And, and that was, you know, he, he knew how to, how to create, present an entertainment show. And he was prepped like no one else. 